It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. From Gila River Arena in Glendale, Arizona, it's the final game played in this facility on the schedule for the San Jose Sharks and the Arizona Coyotes. Next year, the Coyotes will play in the 5,000-seat arena that's being built for Arizona State University in Tempe as they await the future of their own building to be determined. San Jose has played here since the 2003-2004 season. And so there aren't any playoff memories against the Coyotes. They faced each other in round one in 2002 at America West Arena. For center Tomas Hurdle, his primary memories of Arizona came when the Sharks had to begin their season here last year in the abbreviated 56-game COVID pandemic-affected schedule. Yeah, I think it was it was really hard, you know. It's can't lie about that because, you know, we spent at a hotel just ordering, like, stuff to the rooms. We didn't go outside because... We, we couldn't and and still like it was tough because they keep telling us that maybe we have to stay even longer here play like home in July Arena you know we, we wasn't sure when we coming back home so it, it was an easy time and and when you spend you know in the one room with one bed maybe one chair a long time and you don't really go outside and and it's tough because you know you see you used to because especially me I like to go outside for a walk I just like to go out you know and do things and it was really tough to be at the room and just and doing just absolutely nothing. Here are Hurdle's thoughts in his last game in Glendale. Uh, I don't know if I have specific some uh, memories but you know still a kind of memories from last year you know when we spent in in Arizona a long time you know and and just be here you know like during the COVID that's kind of probably like the recent memory but you know uh, I think I scored a couple of goals, so it's always exciting, but other, otherwise, I don't think so. I have something special. Sharks head coach Bob Bugner also gave us his thoughts. No, I have always enjoyed coming here. I have uh, some family in the area, so I get to see them when I when I come to Arizona most times. So that, for me, is just sort of the, the thing I'll take away from after the games, being able to go out and uh, um, you know seeing some familiar faces and some people that I grew up with in the area um, that have always been coming to these games uh, um, over the years just to you know to see me when I was in town. So that's really it. I don't have any special on ice things as a player or as a coach. I think. Uh, um, you know, I think it's just uh, when it first opened. I think there's a lot of hoopla around this place, and, and and it's too bad that they've never been able to. For me, is is grab the uh, the market out here. I believe it's a huge, strong hockey market, but I believe it's probably closer to Scottsdale for that. And uh, hopefully, they figure it out. And one day, there's a there's a rink there that uh, um, could support the the NHL team because I I do know there's a um, you know a lot of people in this area. I know them personally, and people that I think it's a great hockey market. One thing's for certain, the Sharks head coach knows, as an owner of a junior team, that the 5,000-seat arena in Tempe is only temporary. Yeah, I was surprised to hear it. I think that uh, um, I'm sure that's going to present a, a ton of challenges for the, for the organization and the team. And um, you know, But I think uh, um, my personal opinion is that the NHL doesn't want to lose this market, and I, I don't blame them for that. 
Um, but I hope they find a solution sooner than later and, and uh, um, you know, because I believe they could thrive here. Um, and uh, it's it's going to be tough to uh, be in that situation with 5,000 people and, and uh, you know, and operate a team and, and um, you know, and, and basically trying to do, you know, the business of hockey in, in a 5,000-seat arena really doesn't work in the NHL um, as a business plan. So I think hopefully it's something gets announced here sooner than later. Looking ahead to this game tonight, Bugner gave us an injury report for his club. No update as of yesterday, no. I think uh, uh, Mario and uh, Nieto and Dalene are all on the road. purpose for that was we're bringing them on the road to uh, um, work with them in, today and tomorrow uh, as practice days. Uh, but none of those guys will be available tonight. Um, Dalene may be a chance tomorrow, but I'm thinking more of the weekend for all those guys. Mario's on the fence. I think he's still got some work to do before he can get uh, get back for the weekend. Who else? Uh, Cooch is back in. Obviously, he played or practiced for the last two days. Um, I think that's it. I think that covers everything. Banker, we know, is at an appointment in L.A. tomorrow. We'll know more about him in the next couple of days. The Sharks head coach has been happy with the defensive pair of Nicholas Malosh alongside Eric Carlson. You know, I think Malosh has been playing some of his best hockey with Carly. Um, and I understand that. I think that, uh, um, you know, going back and, and, and trying to, you know, let Carly make the plays or when he gets the puck uh, in the neutral zone, you know, getting it over to Carly's side, I think uh, um, uh, it complements Mel um, well. And I think Mel's uh, stepped up his physicality here in the last couple of weeks and, um, you know, and has really found his way um, to be a difference maker in games uh, defensively and playing against top lines. Uh, especially on the road, I think he's done a really good job. So, and I think you know, I'll, I'll give a little credit there to to Carly as well, uh, being able to, you know, settle that pairing down and and uh, um, you know, being the catalyst of, of of the breakouts and the exits. And Bugner gave us some observations about EK65 playing on the left side of the defense. Uh, I think he's looked uh, fine. I think that uh, you know we talked about this before, um, trying to decide who would play on their offside. I think. Uh, Carly is the obvious choice for me. Um, I think he's just the most versatile guy. I think he, you know, he sees the game, especially when he has the puck, um, you know, on his outlet passes or on his breakouts. I think that uh, he's one of the better guys in the league still at being able to uh, get out of a tight space with pressure on him and 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 uh, um, make a nice exit out of his end. So being on the left side, I don't think bothers him defensively. Um, I haven't seen it be an issue when you know pivoting and squeezing and all those kind of things. I think that. Uh, He's done a pretty good job of adjusting. Carlson met with the media yesterday to talk about his reaction to the death of Eugene Melnick, the longtime owner of the Ottawa Senators, his first team in the league. You know, we had a great relationship, I think, for a very long time. And uh, even when it ended the way it did, I don't think it was, you know, horrible. Uh, you know, I didn't agree with a lot of things, but I also didn't know, you know, what exactly was going on on, on his end. And, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, he did a tremendous job for the community in Ottawa for, for a very long time and, and uh, you know, he, he had a lot of success there and, uh, you know, we have him to thank a lot for. So uh, I think, you know, when uh, anything like this happens, you know, the condolences goes out to his fr friends and family and, and, you know, it's a sad situation and not something uh, you want to see happen to, uh, to anyone. So, uh, you know, you try and uh, remember, you know, all the good stuff and, and there was a lot of them. Carlson adds that Melnick was a very passionate hockey fan. He was a very passionate guy. Uh, you know, he loved being an owner of a, of a hockey team. And, uh, you know, he was around a lot. 
and uh, you know he really had a passion for it, and I think that uh, you know uh, that created a lot of success in uh, you know in that organization, and and you know obviously uh, like I said like uh, we have no idea what you know went on, and and you know his reasoning for a lot of the things that he did, but. Uh, you know, uh, I'm just going to remember all the all the good and, and positive stuff that he brought. And, and like I said, there was a lot of them. There is definitely a bigger sign of mirth inside the Sharks locker room because of the return of Mario Ferraro to regular practice. Carlson says it's louder and it's great to see him. It was nice. Uh, he's been around for a bit here now, but, uh, you know, it's good to see that he's skating and, and he's having no, no complications and, and he can, you know, uh, progress this, uh, you know, rehabilitation, whatever it's called, <laughs> rehab, <laughs> easier to say probably. Uh, you know, so hopefully he can, uh, you know, uh, get that over with so he can have a great summer and, uh, you know, focus on, on getting ready for next year. Head coach Bob Bugner definitely noticed number 38 out there these last couple of days. Definitely, I think, uh, I guess you could say ahead of schedule. Um, you know, there's nothing uh, imminent about when he's going to play. I mean, that was really his first first day out there but uh, you know I know he's already um, bugging the coaches and bugging his teammates he wants back in <laughs> it's just Mario so um, we said he felt okay and uh, you know that's that's a that's a day-by-day -day thing I think uh, um, you know being careful making sure that uh, you know he's fully healed first and what's the timeline for his return well he's gonna come on the road with us and the only reason being is, is guys like him and Neats that won't necessarily be in for these games um, you know, we have some ice on Wednesdays and Thursdays that we can work. It won't be full team skates. It'll be more optionals because it's a back-to-back. -back. But, uh, you know, the assistant coaches can spend time with these guys on the ice and, you know, condition them and train them. And, and uh, you know, there should be three or four extras on this trip. So, uh, um, you know, better than staying back home and, and uh, um, you know, trying to get things done uh, um, not with the NHL staff. Make sure that you're listening to the broadcast starting at 6.30 Pacific and Arizona time. It's the Sharks and the Arizona Coyotes in what's the last scheduled game at Gila River Arena. Scott Hannon is with me on the road trip. Catch all of the exciting play-by-play -play on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.